0: There are so many things as humans that we don't really understand. There are mystic, magical, faded things, as well as other worldly realms that we just can't comprehend unless it's through the journey of our own soul. I'm your host, Steffi, aka The Spirit Sis. I'm a psychic medium, astrologer, and intuition teacher, and I'm here to take you on an exploration of all things spiritual. I'm going to connect to source, give you divine downloads, and I want to keep you in the spirit loop. So here is The Psychic Scoop. Hello, welcome back to The Psychic Scoop podcast. I'm your host, Steffi, aka Sys. I'm an evidential psychic medium, intuition teacher, and professional astrologer here to walk you through your uh, spiritual awakening. I'm going to just welcome on our special guest right away, Lindsay Robinson. She is a certified hypnotherapist and rewires people's brains for success, abundance, All the things. I mean, you can probably explain it better than I can, Lindsay. No,
1: all the things is great. All the things, guys. Uh, Yeah, basically, I'm so excited to be here. And yeah, basically anything that's in your mind that's stopping you from really kind of being and doing what you want and what you see for yourself. If it's in your mind, I got you. That's all I say.
0: (laughs) Okay, that's way better than I said If it's in your mind, I got you. (laughs) Okay, so to intro you to the audience, do you know your astrology top three? I do. I do actually. And I always look it up and then forget, but I think I actually remember this time. So my
1: sun sign, that's like what most people go by, right? mm -hmm. Is Aries, of course. I mean, for me, it's of course, like I couldn't be anything else. (laughs) Uh, But my rising is Sagittarius. Oh, that's another fire sign, I think. Mm -hmm. And then uh, I, I believe my moon sign is Pisces. Wow.
0: So fire and water. You're going to have to
1: tell me what that means because I don't know, but I do remember that those are my,
0: is that the top three you're referring yeah, to? Okay, you, you nailed it. You nailed, nailed it. it. Well, I was just curious because of your background and it's very, you know, spiritual base. So gosh, that makes so much sense. Sad rising and Pisces moon. Yeah. You're here to scale in a big way. You're here to channel in a big way. This is yes. like not surprising. This is your career. Oh, okay. That got me very excited. I love like going in blind and not knowing anyone's astrology and then oh, now I love like it. piecing it together. Uh,
1: okay. Hey, so, I got a question for you real quick. as, oh my, an ast- okay. as a, Yes. As an astro- astrologer, right? Yeah. Is that what you said? Okay. I, I didn't know if I imagined that. As an astrologer, do you know familiar are you familiar with or do you dabble in astrocartography?
0: Yes, I do. <gasps> yes, I have. Yeah, I just I have. recently discovered this and it's, it's, my it's my favorite.
1: So cool. It is so cool. And it's so in like how I know I say this about astrology, like how is it so accurate? But astrocartography, cartography, you could go anywhere in the world and for some reason the lines that you land on are like super significant.
0: Yeah. It's weird. I, it's so cool. So I only travel by my astro cartography lines now, and I've That's been so doing cool. that for almost five years now. So I only wow. do that and I do readings and I've talked about it on the podcast a lot, but my favorite thing is to look at people's lines and be like, let's go here and here or move. And yeah. Yeah. I, can I know that the, out about it all
1: day. <laughs> yeah, I know that the Venus rising is like where your money is going to take like where you would have really good luck with money and like love and all these things. Uh and mine goes right through the UK, which if you know anything about me, you probably don't. I love the UK. <laughs> like every thought, every spare thought I have is in the UK. So, yeah. it was very interesting to see that. Like that's where When I was was, coming to this planet, I was like, put a line on the UK. I'm going to need it later.
0: (laughs) Yeah. You know, what's funny too, is when you start experimenting with the lines, you see how different the energy feels. Like I I was on a Saturn line. It was so heavy. And then I was on a Venus line. I'm going to a Neptune line in the spring. So anyway, it's just interesting to start experimenting with that. Yeah. We can talk about this a whole other time. Oh my God. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) We'll have to have you on the podcast to talk about Totally. Oh yes. And I forgot to say, Lindsay is a, uh, podcast host as well. Hi, vibe in it. Yep. Our we'll plug that at the end, but let's get into okay. hypnotherapy because, oh my gosh, the listeners have so much to ask you. <laughs> so, do I. so tell us how to, I guess, Hold on. Let's start at the beginning. I looked at your website and you have so many certifications. It's actually impressive. That's your sad rising. I can't stop <laughs> learning. I can't. That's sad rising AF. Um, So <laughs> how did you, I guess, how did you discover hypnotherapy? And then what was your journey about like how you started to do it as a business? And what did that look like?
1: So funnily enough, before we hit record, we kind of talked about this a little bit, how I've been on this like past life reincarnation kick. And that's actually how I found hypnotherapy. I had just turned. 19 I think 20 my sister had just read the book destiny of souls by Michael Newton if you have not read it listeners rush to Amazon and buy it it is not expensive and it will change your life so I read this book and I was like what is this like what is a hypnotherapist what the heck is this guy talking about and why does it feel so true and it really just hit me at like 20 years old 19 how like how could I have ever not known this information it felt so familiar at the same time, completely new. And I just, I just ate it all up. At that point, I couldn't, I could not learn enough about the soul. I'd always been fascinated by the mind. Very, very true for me. But I translated that as like, I want to know why there are serial killers and I want to be a CSI and I want to talk, I want to study criminology, which is exactly what I was studying at the time. I was going to be a forensic psychologist. Like, hush, What? <laughs> looking back, I'm like, there's no way I could have been around that much death all the time. I, like, you, yeah. I need to be sparkly, light, spiritual, and I need to look at the beauty. I just need to. So I, uh, yeah, I got into it. I got super interested in it. I moved to LA right about a year later. It was my big push. Like now that I know this information, my soul was like, all right, lady, I'm speaking to you now. Let's get a move on. You have to, you have to get going. So I went to LA, had my first past life experience and that was life-changing, but it took me, it was like 2005 when I did that. And then it took me to 2012 before I really got serious about it. And that was because I had my first son and I decided, what do I want to do with my life? I don't want to go back to retail. Oh my gosh. Working 50 hours a week, being away from my new baby. No, thank you. What I knew there was a solution, but I just didn't know what it was. So I was like, I immediately had a hypnotherapy pop back into my head. Like, what if I could do that? What and I, you know, you get the sparkly energy again and you get so excited and it's very thrilling to think that you could be doing something you love so much. Um, and then, you know, I had the voice be like, nah, you gotta do something. You're, you're a mom. Come on now, get it together. Go get it, go get a job. <laughs> like, and you know, that boy, we all know that voice, right? That rational logic, blah. And I kind of listened for a second, but then I heard another voice. I've told this story so many times, but it never ceases to amaze me every time I tell it. I heard for the first time, I think in a long time, a voice that said, but wait a second. Why? Why can't I? Because anyone who's ever done anything kind of cool had to start right now and ask these same questions. So are you going to listen to the logic and do the boring thing that the thing that'll keep you in the box? Or do you want to just try? You want to just make a phone call? You want to just look it up on Google maybe? So I did. I looked it up, found an institute. and (laughs) No way,
0: you just looked it up on Google and you're like, this is it? Yeah, I looked
1: it up and I was like, this place looks cool. It's got some good reviews. It's a very extensive program. Every other program I looked at uh was either only online and this one was in person I could actually go to a brick and mortar place and actually learn something from a person in front of me which sounded cool and it was a much longer training than a lot of the other ones so I went for a tour I called them up they said yeah we just started a new semester yesterday finally enough come for a tour so I packed my child in a stroller went to this institute and took a tour and I called my husband from the Institute. This is going to get so weird, so strapping, but I called my husband from I'm the ready. Institute and I said, uh, can I do this? And to be clear, I was never asking permission. I was kind of looking for a way out. I, I almost wanted him to say, oh yeah, that's really risky. We mm-hmm. I'm working two jobs just to keep us in LA in this little tiny apartment. You should probably get something that's going to bring in money now. I kind of wanted him to say that because if he said, yes, that means I had no reason to not go do the scary expansive thing. <laughs> okay. So, so I asked him and he said, you really want to do it? I said, yeah. And he goes, yeah, we'll figure it out. You got to do it. And I was like, wait, what, what are you, what? <laughs> okay. <laughs> so, so I signed up brand new semester, but here's where it gets very interesting. Uh, a year later, when I graduated, I ended up working at the Institute as an instructor for the distance department. Funnily enough, I was helping distance students. And so I looked up my name in the database because who doesn't want to do that? If they work at the place that they were like, if you ended up working at your high school, you're going to look up what they, what notes oh, they had about like you?
0: records about you. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Like, because oh, part totally of my job, keep, yeah, <laughs> but I have a lot of
0: Mercury Gemini in my chart. So I'm like total <laughs> like gossip. Okay. Part, yeah. So part so of my can... job
1: was to like, Make, like uh, if people called with inquiries about the school, I would tell them about the program. I had to know what other programs were teaching so that I could answer questions. So that's yeah. another reason I knew I was at the best, best one, because I had to know what everyone else was doing. And I was like, oh, yeah, I landed very well. So, uh, <laughs> yeah, we have like the person's name, everyone who contacts us and their questions and the notes that we have of what we've said to them. And when they when we followed up, that sort of thing mm-hmm. I looked at my own name and I Swear, this is what clinched it for me. A year later, after I already knew I was on my path, this was just like another wonderful slap in the face of yes, you're doing the right thing. And I had looked at my name. I found an application for the distance department from 2005, which would have been right after I read this silly little book called Destiny of Souls and was super into all this stuff, completely forgot about it. And the note said, tried to contact, did not answer. So how many times have we ever filled out like, oh, yeah, I want more information. And then you just ghost them. You don't answer because you're afraid. That's what I did to them.
0: Did you remember doing? No,
1: I freaked out. I freaked out. My my eyes are watering
0: listening to that.
1: (laughs) They had my old phone number. They had my old address because I had filled out more information from Michigan, which is where I was living. (laughs) Wow. Oh yeah, I forgot to mention that. I grew up in Michigan. Wait, so I same, moved- <laughs> same with me.
0: Okay. Well- Wait, you
1: did? Yes. Hold on, hold the phone. What's happening?
0: Okay, we'll I'll talk about that <laughs> off off camera. Off air. So yeah, but-
1: I moved across the country after I read this book and listened to my soul that I needed to be in California. I don't. I still can't make sense of it. Don't know why, but now I know that I found my husband. I had my kids there. I definitely found my life path, but I had started mm. that journey from Michigan at the same, stop it, the same institute in Los Angeles. Do you know how big Los Angeles is? You know how many hypnotherapy schools I probably could have gone to, but I went to the same one that I had asked questions about like 10 years, not even ten, like seven, eight years ago.
0: Right. It's like your intuition and your what? guides were just like yelling at you to Google,
1: <laughs> which to be fair, I need them to do that because I will, it's you know, totally... I think most of us will be like, yeah, that's not real. I need another one.
0: <laughs> yeah. That's conditioning. But oh my gosh, what a beautiful story about yeah. following your intuition and guiding you to exactly where you need it to go. Oh yeah.
1: I never Thank looked back and I have the
0: coolest job it's, ever. Seriously. Oh my gosh. Okay. And I just
1: want that for everybody. Like, I wish everybody could feel this, just this mm. idea of like, I know I'm doing what my soul wanted to do. I know I'm doing what my soul wanted me to do. It's just the
0: coolest. All right. lend well, the podcast there. Thanks so much. <laughs> <laughs> Mic <laughs> that's drop. The, that's the best takeaway ever. No, I, I, I agree. I couldn't agree more. It, yeah. It's like, you're not, what do they say? It's like, you're not doing a job if it, you do what you love or something, something like yeah, that.
1: Yeah, if you f- do what you love, you'll never work a day in your life.
0: Oh my gosh. Okay, beautiful cliches. Okay, yes. let's talk actually about <laughs> hypnotherapy now. <laughs> so just just baseline, what is hypnosis? Like if you were to explain the mechanics of it, like how does it work?
1: So hypnosis, this is the most concise way I've found to explain it. Hypnosis is just very simply a hyper-focused, laser-focused state of mind that allows you to achieve an objective. So the distinction between hypnosis and say meditation is that hypnosis will always have an objective. I'm, I'm doing hypnosis to quit smoking. I'm doing hypnosis to uh, achieve my next level of success or get more money or whatever it is. Uh, whereas usually with traditional meditation, it's a clearing So that you can receive information receive guidance from your soul, your intuition, your guides, whatever with hypnosis, you still can do that. However, going into it, you are very focused on an objective, any kind of guided meditation, by the way, when you're like walking through the woods and visualizing and, you know, gaining confidence or worthiness or whatever it is you're doing, you're going into hypnosis and they're so similar. These states are almost identical except for the objective behind or the reason why you're doing it. So everybody goes into hypnosis every day. I'm going to just get that out of the way. We all do it. We have to do it to stay alive. (laughs) We just have to. Mm -hmm. So anytime you're falling asleep or waking up, you're passing through a trance like state, you know, that dreamy floaty feeling. Mm -hmm. That's Mm -hmm. very simply all it is. It's that feeling of, I know I'm in my bed right now. And I'm also in the dream world. (laughs) It's like, you know, where reality is and you're, it's like one foot in one foot out of the here and now the 3d that's, that's it. That's all. And a lot of people think it's like going to sleep because hypnosis actually is derived from the Greek word for sleep, Mm. but it's a sleep like state. You are not asleep. You're not unconscious. You're not out of control. You are actually more in control because the part of your mind that's usually asleep is now very awake, very receptive and ready to receive any kind of positive affirmation or I, I call them hypnotic suggestions but they're really just affirmations (laughs) or any kind of knowledge that you want your brain or your mind to believe it's listening. It's listening to all of that. So anything that's automatic is stored in the subconscious, your habits, your emotions, your beliefs, the ability to write, drive a car, ride a bike, that sort of thing. Speech is all subconscious. And so are your limiting beliefs and your fears and everything that holds you back. So if you can get to that space, if you can access that part of your mind, that's telling you why you can't, and teach it why it's safe to actually do the thing, I mean, what more do you need? What more do you want? That's all you need.
0: Yeah,
1: seriously. Does
0: that make sense? It made so much sense. Yeah. Uh, I'm so fascinated. I have like
1: a whole chart and diagram and like PDF, like spread, like what's it called? A uh, uh, PowerPoint. <laughs> that I no. do for clients. Oh yeah. You're showing your cool.
0: age millennial PowerPoint. I know I
1: can't help it. I'm going to put it on a floppy disk.
0: I love, I love PowerPoints. So you're talking about the state. Okay. So when I originally thought of hypnosis, like, you know, it back in my condition days back from Michigan, Oh yeah. I think of the people who get on stage and click like chickens yeah. or the, the, the crazy things people do. So I guess I want to ask you as a practitioner, what does hypnosis feel like for the client and what does it look like to you?
1: Okay, good question. So <laughs> it feels different for everybody. And I always tell this to clients before we go into the first uh, session of hypnosis. I say some people will feel bloaty, some people will feel like they're made out of a dotted line. I've heard it all. Some people will feel like they're. Uh, vibrating. Some people will feel heavy. Some people will feel light. Some people will feel cold. Some people will feel warm. It's really different for everybody. And part of the first session actually is helping me and you get to know how your body reacts to voluntary hypnosis. Because again, we're always going into varying states of hypnosis all day, every day, and not just with sleep, with movies, with books, anytime you get lost in a book or a movie, anytime you drive home without remembering how you did it, that's a state of hypnosis. So you already kind of are an expert at doing this. It's just doing it whenever you want to, triggering that state whenever you want to in order to achieve your goals. So it's different for everybody. What it looks like to me, I'm speaking fast because I want to get it all out. What it looks like to me is is also very unique to people. Some people will uh, immediately start to smile when they go in and will have like a faint smile the whole time. But when you can tell somebody is extra deep, uh, all I need to see is like, from the top of where your bra would be to to the top of your head, so like shoulders, neck, and head is all I really need to see when I'm doing a session. So Zoom is perfect. I need to see your breathing. If you're taking slow, deep breaths when you're breathing on command, like if I ask you to take a deep breath, are you still doing that? Um, yes. And also the eye movements. Sometimes in a lighter state, they will start to flutter. As they get deeper, you'll see that you'll actually see when their eyes are closed, you'll see the eyes rolling back and looking like more toward the forehead. And that means they're perfect, perfect mm-hmm. state to get and a so lot of good work done. Yes, that's <laughs> very good. That's called somnambulist state. Um, you also have people who forget the entire session and that's called hypnotic that amnesia. And all that really means is they got if they still come out when I because when I end the session, I'll say one, two, three, four, five eyes open wide awake alert. And if they still come out on the count of five, if they're still listening to commands, it just means they're super and and they and they don't remember. It just means they're super deep. Now, if they don't respond to commands and they're not responding to anything, they probably fell asleep. It's okay. (laughs) We just bring them back out and like tell them to be a little bit less comfortable next time. But it's not uh, it's not. It's not a horrible thing if it does happen, but yeah. Hypnotic amnesia is when you don't remember anything, but you still are responding to commands. That just means your subconscious is still picking up everything that I, that I'm saying, but your conscious mind just doesn't remember it.
0: So interesting. So, I mean, have you ever watched like a hypnosis session? Like, do you think they're actually legit? <laughs> like when people are clucking like chickens or acting okay, like they're yeah, And
1: I do, I'm glad you brought up stage hypnosis. Cause I do want to talk about that a little bit and really first, I want to say you will never be able to be hypnotized against your will ever. It's just not something that can happen. Mm -hmm. I don't care how good I am. And I am really good at my job, but no matter how good I am, if you don't want to do it, it's just not going to happen. You do have to have, uh, an agreement with your hypnotherapist to do it. So whenever it's a stage hypnosis, knowing that, because that is an actual fact, knowing that you can't be hypnotized against your will, there must be a certain level of willingness because they did use their feet to walk onto the stage. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know They did do that. Uh, and so it's kind of, this is how it was explained to me. And it made perfect sense when I was a newbie. So I'm going to try to explain it the same way. Where let's say you're the person in the audience and there's a hypnotist up there and you don't know what is happening or what's going on. But you think it's kind of interesting and kind of cool. And he looks right at you and says, you get up here. Let's do it. And you're because, you know, you raise your hand, you volunteer, whatever. He pulls you up. Now you're staring out at the crowd. Everybody's looking at you. You are immediately in fight or flight. At least if you're if you're normal, you are like, I I would never be comfortable, like not knowing what's going to happen and having everybody staring at me is Mm -hmm. just a very nerve wracking situation. Totally. So you're already in fight or flight, which is what you need to pass through in order to get to hypnosis. Okay, you have to trigger fight or flight. And then the drop is the drop into hypnosis. So you are staring at everybody. They're staring right back at you. And then all of a sudden you hear in your left, your right ear, the hypnotherapist, I guess hypnotist would say, when I say one, you're going to close your eyes and go to sleep. Three, two, one. What are you going to do? What are you going to do? Are you really going to be the only person that doesn't do it? No. And you know why you're not? Because you wouldn't have gotten picked if you didn't know you were going to play along. Mm-hmm. As a hypnotherapist, if I got on stage, which I would never, but if I did, I would know exactly who to pick because I can tell. Who's going to be willing to do it and who isn't. That kind of leads me into something else that's very interesting. Can I talk about suggestibility (laughs) real quick? You're
0: at a roll. I love it. I could listen (laughs) to you all day.
1: (laughs) So the term suggestibility is really, I I kind of refer to it as your subconscious language. The way you take in information is not the same way that I take in information, even though we might be very similar. Uh, There's two main types of suggestibility. There's the inferential and the literal. So the literal people are the people that take everything at face value. They don't need a lot of detail. Just tell me what to do and I'll do it. We all have that friend or maybe you are that person. I am more of a person like I need to know what you mean by everything you say. I need to look for the deeper meaning. It's just how I'm wired. If you tell me I look nice today, I'm going to wonder why you didn't say it to me yesterday. (laughs) You know, if you if you ask me if it's cold in here, like, is it cold in here? I'm going to be like, I didn't touch the thermostat. I don't know. I don't know. And it's probably because of trauma, but whatever. It's just the way we're wired. And we all have different reasons for the way we take in information. So no two subconscious minds are exactly the same. We all know that, but I'm telling you that. So when I, uh, As a hip, let's go back to the stage hypnosis thing. If I'm looking out at the crowd, the person whose eyes are big and nodding along or looks super fascinated by what I'm doing, they're already in a light state. I'm going to bring them up because they're going to be perfect. The people who are kind of like slumped, kind of looking at me skeptically, like they don't really, they're a little bit wary. Yeah, they're not going to be a good uh, candidate to go up on stage. So I'm sorry to give away all the secrets, but they already know who's going to go for it and who isn't. And of course, you always have that one-off situation where they think they're going to be a really good candidate, and then they end up. There's always there's always an example of someone who just doesn't do what the hypnotist says. But you know, you can't be perfect all the time. I guess you can't <laughs> guess right every time. But most of the time, you're going to know exactly who's going to do it.
0: Oh my gosh! And I'm sure now, now that you've been doing this for a while, you're so good at observing like human behavior. I yeah. feel like my boy. I can't really turn it dis- off. Yeah. i about to say like, my boyfriend's always in a state of hypnosis, when I'm trying to talk to
1: him. <laughs> <laughs> his eyes glaze over.
0: That yeah. would be
1: a good time to be like, you want to do the dishes. No, exactly. I'm just kidding. When I'm trying to I-
0: tell him like our agenda for the weekend, his eyes like just start glazing. <laughs> uh, oh my yeah, goodness. That's so funny. Okay. All right. So what are some of the, I guess, benefits of hypnosis? Um, like you can work through trauma therapy, correct?
1: Yes, the thing uh with with trauma I would say with with heavy trauma or depression or anxiety anything that's diagnosable uh you want to work with a psychologist in conjunction with a hypnotherapist unless mm. that hypnotherapist is a psychologist as well mm. there they do exist. I am not one of them, but within my scope, if you are diagnosed with something or you have uh, abuse in the past that a uh, trauma of something like that, I can work with you, but you got have a you gotta have a psychologist a licensed, professional psychologist working with you as well Mm -hmm. exactly so so together those two
0: modalities
1: beautiful absolutely transformative yeah that was a
0: lot of my audience asked that actually that same question
1: oh and you I can't help you forget someone or a a relationship or I can't make somebody fall in love with you or for you to (laughs) fall in love with someone or fall out of love with someone It's like the genie. I was just about to say (laughs) Aladdin. It's like, you can't do. Can't mess with people. And this is a good time to say too, like I can't as a hypnotherapist, even if you want hypnosis and it's agreement and you're in everything, I can't make you do anything, say anything, think anything, believe or feel anything that you don't already want to. I can't make you go rob a bank. There's always that news story of the person who was hypnotized to go rob a bank. It's just not a thing. It's just not a thing. That person wanted to rob a bank and wanted to get out of it by saying they were hypnotized. If they knew anything about how hypnosis works, they would know that that's completely ridiculous. Right. You can't commit a crime under hypnosis, guys, unless you already want to commit that crime, in which case you don't need hypnosis.
0: Yeah. There's just a stigma from media of what we think hypnosis is. And I think people are yeah. scared of that. Like, or Get out were. is not
1: accurate. <laughs> I'm no. just going to
0: start shouting myths that I'm going to dispel no, about. Same, because... <laughs> with, same with like witches or psychics. I mean, people yeah. think, you know, I'm going to tell them when they're going to die the second I meet them. I'm like, Chill, yeah, you're not that, yeah. you know, it's not that deep. Yeah. Um, Even though, I mean, I'm sure there are psychics in the world who can. <laughs> but anyway, uh, so I guess well, then what are common things that people come to see you for?
1: I'd say the most common because of how I, I guess, how I present my work and who I work best with are spiritual women who just want to get rid of the junk, the gunk, the stale beliefs and the outdated stories that are kind of holding them back. And that can mean a lot of things. It can mean abundance. It can mean love. You know, we can help you attract your ideal partner. But what that's going to mean is you're going to have to get your worthiness up. You're going to have to know that you deserve that. And wouldn't that be swell if you did and that you could attract what you know you deserve? Um, and that's really that's really the bulk of it is like getting worthiness, confidence, uh, your your fullest potential and living in your authenticity. Because when you can make that happen, everything else happens. Everything mm-hmm. else happens. Uh, So I don't want to discount love completely, but it's about, it's always about you is what I'm trying to say. It's always about you and, and getting rid of the crap that just isn't true anymore. Limiting beliefs always have a reason. There's always a reason for it. Your subconscious is trying to protect you and love you in the best way that it knows how it just doesn't know that you don't need it. It doesn't know that there's an expiration date on this belief. And so it's going to keep just replaying the same record until you decide which you can, no, that's okay. I want something else. And let me see if I can make that happen instead. Here's why it's safe for us to have whatever, everything we want.
0: Mm, So you're like excavating all of you're digging deep into the subconscious and pulling out the limiting beliefs and bringing them to the surface and then like, just like blasting them away.
1: Yeah. Hypnotherapy (laughs) and manifesting are, I've come to realize two sides of the same coin because manifesting is about energy hypnosis is about subconscious. I mean, they're both the same thing. It's the same thing. We're getting Mm -hmm. your energy, your subconscious mind in line with your goals so that they happen automatically. Remember everything automatic about you that you don't have to think about lives in your subconscious. So if you could, I guess, install a new belief that you deserve abundance, that money just comes to you, guess what's going to happen? Your subconscious is a goal machine. It's always pumping out goals. So you are, I always say this, you're hundred percent successful at being exactly who you are based on your subconscious programming like you you are an expert at that. So if you could decide what your subconscious knows about you, then your whole life changes
0: oh my God hopefully
1: in a really good way
0: it, it, absolutely in a good way, especially if you're doing the work, you know and you're and yes. you're seeking out um people who feel in alignment with what you're doing and and your energy and your vibration, right because you're attracting like frequency.
1: Oh, and subconscious is about 90 to 95% of your mind. So I always tell people, I'll take care of the 95% subconscious. You take care of the 5% decisions in your conscious outer awake life. Like you have to start reflecting what the work is and what we're doing. Really? And that and all you have to do is decide differently decide that that's no longer going to be an automatic path. I'm forging a new path. And here's what I want to do. We're not going to be perfect at it because it is subconscious. So it is automatic, but this is why just knowing that you have a choice, just knowing that maybe you will start observing these situations where you can choose differently are so important because once you know that, you know, you know,
0: (laughs) you know, (laughs) yeah, I know. I know. I know. Uh, yeah. This is a process, though, right, Lindsay? Like it takes time. I think people probably will come to you and be like, "I want to be solved in one session." And I guarantee oh, yeah. this is a this is progress, right? Like, how long? I guess, like on average, do you, working with you, would you say you see start seeing some results?
1: Look, hypnotherapy is time bending. It is very fast. I have had clients come to me. Look, I know that psychotherapy and psychologists and and psychiatry is extremely important. If that's what you want to do, but it doesn't change the fact that I have clients come to me saying I've been in therapy for years, and I want something to happen, and and I I can respect that hypnotherapy is extremely fast, but it's still gonna take more than one session if you do if you want to do anything besides like smoking cessation. I think is the only thing that would take like one session, but the average. I mean, my programs I offer. Nine sessions in 12 session programs. I always tell people, if you have one big thing that you'd like to work on, nine sessions will be fine. If you have more than one, or you want to keep it open for more than one, 12 sessions is the way to go. The the least amount I will see somebody is six. That is about when people start to see a significant change. uh, Is where about 90% of my clients start to see change, but the real work begins after the fifth or sixth session. So mm-hmm. that's why nine or 12, and again, very fast, but there's a lot of ground, depending on the client, there might be a lot of groundwork to establish before you can get to the deeper stuff. If that makes sense.
0: Yeah, totally. So you suggest going in with an obstacle in mind for hypnosis. What if there are people well, that want to see you and they just say, I don't know what's happening in my subconscious. <laughs> are you able, I mean, it's hard. It's like intuitive work too. Which I know you're Exactly. Good at- But like, how does that work with someone who maybe doesn't know necessarily what their objective is?
1: Thank you for bringing that up. I do have clients that don't, that have no idea. And I always tell them like, you don't have to know. Uh, Let's start with six and you can always add on at the end is what I usually say. If we, if we don't know, uh, I always tell them like, what is your intuition? What number is your intuition shouting out? This is good practice, you know? And they tell me like what their intuition says. And then I tell them like, if you want, I can give you my professional recommendation of what you know, based on clients like you that I've seen. But uh, yeah, it's, it's intuition on both parts. I think mine and theirs working together, which is really how all of my sessions go. So yeah, people don't have to know what they want to achieve. Um, they just have to know that something is, it's usually a feeling of being on the edge of a cliff and just not being able to take the next step. Whatever that means for you, if that's how you're feeling, there's probably... There's definitely something that we can do about it.
0: (laughs) Yeah. And you're supportive and like holding them in space the whole time and in between sessions, I'm sure too. Yeah. Because I think that's the biggest thing people fear. And you already mentioned this earlier is losing control and feeling out of control. And, you know, I think there's a lot of people that um actually a lot of the listeners ask, are there some people that just can't get hypnotized? Like, are they immune to it? Or, you know, is there a good candidate?
1: No, actually, they're, the only person that won't be able to be hypnotized is somebody who doesn't want to. So, because again, because we all have to do it all the time, there's not a person on this earth who doesn't know how to go into hypnosis. It, the only time that it can be an obstacle is if you consciously – I've seen this happen where you consciously want to do it, but your subconscious is just not on board. And that's okay. Um, but, yeah, if there's any part of you that is going against having somebody help you into a state of hypnosis, or it just seems unsafe, your subconscious will not allow it to happen. Uh, So sometimes it might be an extra conversation with the client. Sometimes it's a little bit more of a rapport building that needs to happen before their subconscious is on board with it. But everyone, everyone who uh, has cognitive function is going to be able to experience a lot of success with hypnotherapy if they want to. I think
0: it's a great exercise for everybody to learn to trust, trust yeah. someone else and let go of control for a minute because yeah. you're already there. You know, you're already taking the step to make the session and be there. It's like, just, just yeah. go with it.
1: flow. With and it. if, if somebody has already like, let's say put their deposit down and shown up for the first session, I've never had an issue where they just were like, I, I'm not getting anything. Like it's never happened to me, but I have heard stories of clients who just aren't subconsciously ready. There's a lot more that they need to figure out first before they'll allow themselves to go through the process, but it's extremely rare. Um, if, if they're going to have a problem with me, they probably won't show up for the site like they won't even get that far, mm-hmm. but I would say definitely if you're thinking about hypnotherapy or any kind of subconscious work with a facilitator, please listen to your intuition do your research ask them hard questions because listen to me they're going to the deepest part of your mind and i'm not saying that hypnotherapy can be less necessarily dangerous in any sort of way but i want to know that my facilitator is going to know what they're doing and i want to know that they're going to do their best work for me and if i get a vibe that it's just not a fit or that i have to mold myself around their energy or the the energy in general, it just isn't compatible. I'm going to listen to that. And I would respectfully invite everybody to listen to their intuition <laughs> and what the vibes are telling them because they could be an amazing hypnotherapist, but just not the right fit for you. And that is okay. If you want the most success in your sessions, they have to feel good to you. Otherwise, even the best work is going to be like 75% because yeah. it's just not a fit.
0: Yeah. So do you offer, I guess you said a guided meditation, you're kind of already there. So when you're working in session with someone, are you actively kind of guiding them using your intuition and your, obviously your expertise during it, or do you give them like audio tapes to listen to? Like, how does it work? <laughs> I'm like thinking of like nineties. I just, you know, when in the nineties yeah. they used to have those audio tapes and they're like, this is blah, blah, blah. Are you like, thinking I'm of not- the
1: friends episode where he's like, yes, <laughs> you do not need to smoke.
0: That's what and I then mean. he's it's like,
1: a- you are a strong woman. And then he thinks he's a woman. <laughs>
0: exactly. I think yeah. that's where I got it from. Is <laughs> media. So let's debunk that or let's <laughs> affirm that. What, what is it like in session with you?
1: Okay. So it is funny because the friends episode, first of all, the jury is still out on whether or not the unconscious mind can learn. Um, meaning can hypnosis still work while I'm asleep? nobody knows. Nobody really knows. There aren't enough studies that I have seen that can tell us definitively yes or no. Some people say, yeah, absolutely. If it's getting, if it's going into your ear, then your subconscious is listening. But then the other side will say, well, if it's unconscious, it's not the same as subconscious. So no. So I don't know if that's even accurate, but I, with my client go through it with them. So if they're like, if you were in session, it would look just like this. We'd be on Zoom together. I would see you, you'd see me, you'd get to a comfortable space, and I would begin the hypnosis, um, depending on what it is that you needed that week. I do have a track that I keep uh, with all clients, but we can deviate and adjust and, you know, trim here and there, get uh, add stuff here and there, depending on what that client needs to make it potent and personalized to them. And I record what I'm saying as I'm going through it so that at the end, I can edit it, add a little music and then send it off to them so that they can uh, reinforce that audio at least one or two times, maybe more, maybe less, depending on what it is throughout the week until we see each other again.
0: Oh, that's so cool. I was just curious of the logistics of it. Uh, that's a really, yeah, amazing. And I feel like life-changing <laughs> life changing session with you. Oh my gosh. Uh, uh, so I know most of the... Client work you do is probably confidential and personal, but do you have any like personal success stories that you think are like, or maybe a past life regression, or something that you like is fun to share that you'd like to share?
1: The coolest recent ones, semi recent ones, I've I've helped somebody hit a million in income, which was my personal best as a therapist. So cool. Like <laughs> that's awesome. Uh, I need to start raising my prices. No, just kidding. <laughs> oh, no, uh, yes. I help yes. them. I helped them hit a million. The coolest things that happen, and this has happened multiple times. So I feel comfortable using it as like a blanket kind of example. The coolest things for me that happen is, uh, the women who are really struggling with finding the next step of their life. Usually that could mean like a partner or a baby. Like they're really trying to get pregnant and they just can't seem to let it happen. Um, and then they do and then they get pre- and they the, the face of the clients when they see me for that session and they're like you're not going to believe this. Every time that happens, I know I better like buckle up cuz it's going to be a doozy. You're not going to believe this. I just took a pregnancy test and this has happened so many times. Like I should just brand myself as like the pregnancy hypnotherapist. Yeah. But but <laughs> stuff like that, stuff that I know is deep in their soul that they are I know what that feels like to just not just for babies but for love or for your dream home or for just the the career that you want that deep soul visceral feeling of I I just want this so badly I cannot wait to have this as part of my existence and part of my reality and then it happens it's just so cool I just can't cool I can't not be amazed by that. And I've had people tell me like, yeah, after a while like I actually did have somebody say to me, um, if you're still amazed after this long then it must not necessarily me, but it must mean that you're doubting yourself. And I just think that's so silly. Like be excited about the results you give people. Be excited with them. Be excited, be amazed because that's why we're here. Like I'm here to feel amazed, okay? And surprised and delighted. So I'm going to be that and I'm going to do that and I'm going to celebrate and do a happy dance with you every single time you achieve a goal because that's what makes my job so fun. But anyway, stuff like that. I, it just made me so mad when they said that. I was like, what do you mean you don't get excited anymore? What
0: It makes sense to me? It's exciting too, because manifestation can sometimes be like a really isolating event in your life. And you're trying to call in all these things. And then when they happen, you can't share them with anyone. So to have someone like you be like, yes, like cheering you on and yeah. helping you, assisting you in this manifestation. I mean, that like almost doubles the manifestation because there's two (laughs) people rooting for you instead of just oh absolutely
1: that's what i always say i'm like now you have now you have two minds on your goal so it's going to double the energy on on whatever it is that you want but yeah i i think those those like pillars no matter what they are for clients when they happen uh and even the little things like i'll i'll do the first session with somebody and it's usually after the first session where i'll warn them like it's like a my warning label. Don't be surprised when you see synchronicities. I want to know them. When you think to yourself, oh, that's weird timing. Oh, that's weird. Text me. I want to know all of it. Give me, give me all of it. Because this is where the energy has burst open and the possibilities are endless. So you're going to notice coincidences. People are going to start reaching out to you that you know you haven't heard from or you wanted to hear from. Things like that will start to happen. And those still even kind of surprise me because it's just so consistent that this happens I mean I could go on all day people message me with like oh my gosh I just got a check for six thousand dollars that I've been didn't even know was coming or I just got my dream job they called me back and said they've been trying to reach me for a month I don't know why it's today like it's it's just so cool yeah Yeah.
0: like just to to see
1: that that's like my selfish part of it I'm like I will help you do whatever you want let me know what you achieve so that I can like feel really good about my job. You're like,
0: I did that. (laughs) I mean, yeah, you're a millionaire now, but I helped you become a millionaire. It had nothing to do with your skill (laughs) set.
1: Oh my gosh. Well, here's the thing too. I always say, and this is what we're taught when we're studying hypnotherapy at the place I studied, never take the credit, never take the blame. If you achieve something, I will celebrate with you, but please know you did all the heavy lifting. I just Mm. said some words in the right order to your subconscious. So that you were able to achieve your desires. Like it sounds so simple when you think of it that way, but I don't have to hold on to the energy. I get to close my computer, leave my office and go spend time with my kids. As soon as my day is done, you are doing the heavy lifting. So oh, don't get it twisted clients. Okay. Like you are doing it all. Yeah. Um, you are
0: steering the ship. You're just the vessel bringing absolutely. them to destination. I always say
1: you're walking the path. I'm just holding the flashlight.
0: <laughs> oh my gosh. That's so beautiful. Yeah. Well, thank you for all of your beautiful insights. And I know everyone is really excited and they're going to jump on a chance to book with you. So will you tell everybody where they can find you?
1: Yeah. So if you go to, well, uh, my Instagram or my TikTok, I have link links there that you can contact me, but, uh, you can go to lindsayrobinson.com and just kind of peruse around there, but I'm pretty active on Instagram and TikTok, and I'll see, a, I'll see a message or Uh, a a comment if you, if you get to me that way as well, but everything, all my information is on one of those and listen to my podcast, high vibe in it every week, brand new episodes. It's pretty cool.
0: It is cool. I listened (laughs) long before I even met you. So definitely (laughs) hop on her podcast too. And I just want to thank you for your openness. That Sagittarius rising energy just literally energized me for the rest of the day.
1: (laughs) And I am now drained. So I will be taking a nap.
0: (laughs) (laughs) That's probably from me. Uh, (laughs) Well, thank you so much again. And you know where to find me. It's spiritsis.com. Instagram at spirit underscore sis. TikTok spirit sis. And thanks again. Till next time. Love you guys. Bye-bye.